Hey, how's it going today, guys? This is Brandon, one half of the Football Frame of Mind podcast. I'm here today. We are in the thick of things of NFL action. Not yet to the halfway point of the season, my man. Plenty of storylines, plenty of really cool games this week. I'm here to do a week six preview of the NFL season. Got some really cool matchups that I want to talk to you guys about and kind of dive into. But first, just want to express how thankful we are for you guys, man. All the constant support, all the subscriptions, the likes, all the feedback, man. Thank you guys so much. Uh, big shout out to Off the Ball Network for them allowing us to use their platform to be able to reach more of you guys and be able to make more content, more interesting content. And man, just being able to just reach more people as a whole. Thanks to Cam, my awesome partner, for all his hard work. And man, don't forget though, before you do anything any further on this video, I just just hope that you would hit the like button, that you would subscribe, and man, hit that bell notification because we've got awesome content between the NFL up to date, college up to date. We have our what if series we started in the last month or so. We have top five segments. We have a couple top 10 segments, if I'm not mistaken. And like I said, a couple videos back, we're going to start off an open discussion series. So pretty much with the open discussion series, we're going to start diving into like controversial topics or maybe things that mean a lot to us or maybe things that you guys want us to talk about. We're going to sit down, discuss it, get each other's perspectives and just see where we stand on it. But man, just like I said, just hit the like button, comment, subscribe and hit that bell notification so you do not miss a beat. Now, getting into NFL Week 6, I've narrowed it down to about four games that I really think I'm interested in. And I mean, I think a lot of you guys would too as a whole. But let's just get into this. So my first game to watch out for is Detroit at Tampa. Detroit is sitting at 4-1 and the Buccaneers are sitting at 3-1, man. Uh, really good matchup. The Buccaneers have obviously overachieved expect anybody's expectations we both agreed before the season that they would be sitting at the bottom and they're pretty much at the top at this point uh detroit started off the season with a big win at kansas city they get another really good win last week now they're sitting at four wins tampa's at three uh i think tampa will give detroit a game i don't know if tampa will be able to beat detroit i just think detroit's loaded I think their defense, they're really young, and they have some really good pieces with Gardner Johnson, Hayden Hutchinson, Brian Branch out of Alabama has been playing really good. And, man, when you go to offense, you've got Jared Goff, you've got Montgomery, you've got Jameer Gibbs. Man, you've got Amon Ross St. Brown. They've got weapons for sure. And I just think that uh, – I think Detroit's just got too many players – and I just don't know if Tampa's defense can contain that Detroit offense. Because as we've seen, even going back to last year, before this year, man, when that offense gets going, there's not many defenses in the league that can keep up with them. But I I do think Tampa will make this a game. Uh, Baker has not looked bad this year. I think he's looked pretty good. Obviously, not, I'm not saying like MVP candidate good. But he's looked good nonetheless. And their defense hasn't been that bad either. I think Tampa makes this a game. I don't see it being a big win margin, but I do see Detroit going into Tampa and getting the win over them. But I would not be surprised if Tampa finds a way to upset Detroit. But good game nonetheless. Going on to this next game, uh, we're talking about Indianapolis at Jacksonville. Now, both of these teams are in the thick of things in their division tied at 3-2. and two. They're both sitting at 3-2. and two. Uh, The thing with the... There's a double-edged sword with the Colts. So, if you haven't heard already, Jonathan Taylor finally is done with his hiatus from Indianapolis. He signs a big extension to stay with the Colts. So, now you get your star, your stud player back. The bad thing is, 
Anthony Richardson is going to be on IR for a few weeks. Injury issues, he's not going to be in there. So I'm assuming they're going to roll with Gardner Minshew, which, hey, all respect to him, not a bad quarterback at all. This game, though, I definitely see them probably trying to rely heavy on that run game between Jonathan Taylor and Zach Moss. Zach Moss looked pretty good last week, too, trying to establish himself. Like, hey, I can play, too. Like, you don't always have to just rely on Jonathan Taylor. Uh, they're going to Jacksonville to take on a Jags team that, hey, they knocked off Buffalo last week. Very good. Con con how would I say this? A very good, confident win by the Jacksonville Jaguars that, man, they could have they could have folded it in. But, man, Jacksonville pulls off a big win against Buffalo, and now they get to be at home against Indianapolis. Uh, I think it's going to be one of those, another one of those games similar to the Lions. I think Jacksonville's offense is really good, and especially if they get hot, there's not a whole bunch of teams I think could really contain them. Uh, I think Indy, if Indianapolis cannot get the run game going, whether it be with Taylor, Moss, whoever, then I don't see this going very well for the Colts. They do have a winning record, but... I don't see the Colts being able to win it in a shootout with Jacksonville with guys like Evan Ingram, Christian Kirk, ETN, and Calvin Ridley. I just don't see the Colts being able to go blow for blow with the Jaguars. Unless if they can get pressure and get that offense off rhythm, then maybe. Maybe Indianapolis can use the clock and really just go all run and maybe less pass. But I'm not very confident in that. Uh, I don't see Indianapolis getting this win. I, I honestly, if I had to just go with my gut, I'd probably say Jacksonville wins by at least two touchdowns. But I wouldn't be surprised if it'd be closer. I just don't see Indianapolis's offense is going to be too one-dimensional. One and I just don't see them being able to contain Jacksonville. So I've got the Jaguars coming up with the win here. Another cool matchup. I guess you could say a cool matchup. Not really, but I think it would be is Baltimore at Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee gets a, a win last week, if I'm not mistaken, and Baltimore gets a win last week. Baltimore sitting at three and two, Tennessee at two and three. Uh, I want to say Baltimore gets Odell Beckham back this week, so that will help them on offense. Although, I mean, was it Justice Hill didn't look that bad for them? Sucks, but obviously, you guys seen that Dobbins went down a couple weeks ago, so that's gonna hurt them. But Tennessee's offense is abysmal. Uh, it, they've needed to update this offense for quite some time. Obviously, you guys know they have DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, who will always give you a chance to win. Uh, Traylon Burks is a nice, promising young receiver. You've obviously got league-leading rusher Derrick Henry in the backfield, but you've got Ryan Tannehill at quarterback, and he has been a turnover machine, seems like, especially early on. If we look back at the Saints game week one or two, in the last couple weeks, he's just had a lot more interceptions than touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Baltimore's got a good defense, man. They're really good in the linebacking core, and they're not that bad in pass rush and the run run rush as well. Uh, I don't see Tennessee winning this game. I just mm -mm. you Baltimore has Lamar Jackson. They have Odell. They've got Mark Andrews. Tennessee has weapons, but their quarterback is just a turnover machine. I'm not confident in Tennessee, so I'm going to go Baltimore in this one. I don't think they really have to go too much further. Last game of the week, <laughs> similar to how I kind of did in my NFL Week 5 recap, we're going to go over a game that I don't think really needs to be talked about. But man, there's storylines involved, and that's Denver at Kansas City. Oh, man, and if you've been under a rock, then you wouldn't know that the Denver Broncos are in major trouble. Uh, they're sitting at 1-4 and four on the year. The Chiefs are 
only with one loss to Detroit in week one. They're at four and one. Uh, where do we start with Denver, man? Uh, their defense is beyond abysmal. Uh, they've given up points to everybody up to this point. And it just seems like Russell Wilson is just content with just doing whatever he's doing right now. And it just it's not contributing to them winning, man. It seemed like they uh were on course to maybe win that game against the Jets. And you seen that terrible ball security security. Like he's rolling out the pocket and he's got the ball hanging out in his hand. They knock it out. Ball takes a crazy bounce. Guy picks it up, runs it back for a touchdown for the Jets to end up winning that game. Uh Man, it just seems like things are just going really rocky for Sean Payton and the Broncos up to this point. I just don't see any scenario where Russell is there after this year. Like, And I'm pretty sure before the trade deadline, they're going to have some really active teams as well. I don't know if anybody's going to want to go out their way to trade for Russell Wilson. For one, his crazy contract, man. Like That's a lot of money that the Broncos will be dumping off onto somebody else. And I just don't know if somebody's going to want to make that investment. And a quarterback who, yeah, before he went to Denver, looked really good. He's a Super Bowl winner. He's been the two overall. He's been an MVP frontrunner before. Not bad. But it feels like as soon as he's walked into the facility at Denver, man, it's just not the same guy. And we're hearing all these things from former Seahawks teammates that Russ may not be as much of a team guy or a teammate guy or a leader as what we thought he was. We're hearing a lot of negative things. And maybe some of you can take with a grain of salt, but man, I think it's concerning and you should be concerned because it's showing on the field. Their offense has no rhythm. There's nothing going on. You have weapons. You have Javante Williams. You have Greg Dulcich. You have Jerry Judy. You have Cortland Sutton. And they cannot do anything. Nothing. I don't even know how, like, I don't understand. And that defense that was supposed to be so good, that defense needs to... A revamp as well, man. This team as a whole just needs work, man. And I guess we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't expect this to be a game at all. I see Kansas City dropping at least 40 points on this Denver defense. And maybe maybe Denver's offense will surprise us. But, man, up to this point, I have no expectations of Denver besides negative connotations. I, I just don't know. Russ could be on his way out by the trade deadline. I don't know, but I for sure don't see him being there after the season is over with. But I digress. Man, that's that's my NFL Week 6 preview, man. I think there's a lot more other really good games, but these are just the ones that stood out to me and I think would just be really interesting. But, guys, keep your eyes out. We will have an NFL Week 5 recap. This is going to be our Week 6 preview, and we're going to have – our college football recap and preview coming out as well. So definitely keep your eyes open for that. But for the time being, man, thank you guys for all the support. Just, I hope you guys will stay along for the ride. Like I said before, we have so much awesome content. So just don't forget to like the video, comment, subscribe, and please hit that bell notification. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to Off the Ball Network and shout out to my awesome partner, Cam. This is Brandon with the Football Frame of Mind podcast, signing off.